Hey guys, this is Chelsea Eithoven and you're listening to Vibrancy Radio. I spent the better part of two decades in pursuit of shrinking my body, but diet after diet, I still never felt enough. And I don't know about you, but the last word I would use to describe myself while on a diet is vibrant. After becoming a certified health and nutrition coach, I finally dropped the diets, learned to trust my body again, and rediscovered the vibrancy that was within me all along. And now I help women like you do the same. Vibrancy Radio is your new go-to resource for science-backed nutritional knowledge, major mindset shifts, and body image breakthroughs. So if you're ready to stop feeling so dang stressed about food all the time and start focusing on all the things that make you unique and vibrant, then welcome to the show. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to Vibrancy Radio. I am so excited to share what we're going to talk about today because it is no secret. I talked about it in last week's podcast that I have been in a little funk. So last week I was sharing with you about overwhelm and how I kind of managed a day of overwhelm and got through it. And so this week I wanted to share with you one strategy that I tried that helped so much with me getting out of this little funk. And this was a little, this has been a little bit more of a long-term thing. So, so the overwhelm kind of comes just on a day-to-day basis, you know, that's kind of a short-term thing. When I'm experiencing what I like to call a quote-unquote funk, it is something that lasts for, you know, a week or two and you just don't feel yourself. You're kind of low. You're kind of, you know, not as motivated, not as, you know, it's just excited by daily life. So that's what I'm kind of defining as a funk here. So I'm sure you've experienced one of these before. If you haven't, then let me know your tricks because you are magical. (laughs) But before we dive in, I want to start again with the things that I am loving. So what I am loving right now is my new fake Apple Watch. And it's not really an Apple Watch, but it looks just like an Apple Watch, which I think it's really pretty. And it's basically just like a Fitbit. And so I had an old version of a Fitbit and it didn't track your heart rate. It didn't pick up so many of my steps. Like I would go for a 30 minute walk and it didn't pick up any of my steps. There was like something wrong with it, something funky. And I've had it for like, so that it's been being funky and I haven't used it for several years. And I finally just decided to bite the bullet and see what is the deal with some of these like these different fitness trackers. And this one that looks just like an Apple Watch was only $35. And I was so excited. And let me tell you just a pro tip for anyone who doesn't like spending an excessive amount of money on brand name things. Hello, that's me. If you wait long enough, they will make a dupe for absolutely anything. If it's popular, if something's really popular, you just have to wait a little bit till it trickles down the line and they will make somebody else will make a cheaper version of it. So with the Apple Watch, I mean, all the fitness trackers used to be just not that cute, you know, and this one is so cute and comfortable. It has a rubber band. I will put it in. I'll put a link to it in the show notes if you're interested in that. I'm not an Amazon affiliate, so I don't get paid for any of these. I just wanted to share it with my people in case you were looking for a fitness tracker. I have started working from home 
in, I mean, in 2020, I started working from home. And so I wanted to see how much movement I was actually getting because I wasn't really sure. When I was teaching kindergarten in 2019 and before that for several years, of course, I was getting at least 10,000 steps a day. But I really don't have very much of a gauge of how much movement I'm getting on a day-to-day basis. And I do like tracking data and I like seeing that kind of stuff. So that has been really, really fun. Oh, back to the the idea that if you wait long enough, they'll make a dupe for anything. I went to Walmart yesterday to pick up some groceries and of course found myself in the athletic wear area. Don't ask me how, but they had, I was so shocked at all of the different dupes that they were selling that looked just like brand name products. So I have a pair of Athleta pants. They had a pair that looked just like them for like $10, of course, or like maybe $15. They had a pair of Lululemon joggers, obviously not Lululemon, but they look just like the pair of Lululemon joggers. I think they're called the on the fly pant for again, like 10 to $15. And those Abercrombie and Fitch jackets that they sell for like probably 70 bucks. Uh, they're like this little pullover sweater thing with this quilted material. I don't know. They're super popular and they always sell out. But they had those, something that looked just like that for super cheap. And it's just it just consistently amazes me that if you're just patient enough and you wait long enough, then whatever you want, don't spend the excessive amount of money on it. It's just you're just paying for the brand name. If you wait long enough, they will create a dupe for it. So anyways, that's what I wanted to share for things that I am loving. So let's move into our topic of the day. So today we're going to be talking about, like I said, getting out of a funk. Okay, so I was in a major funk pretty much the entirety of January, I would say, (laughs) like a month long funk. Just didn't feel like myself. I just didn't feel energized, just kind of blah, right? And luckily now I have come out of the other end, but I was just kind of uninspired, tired, and just basically bored with daily life. I just felt bored, like, ugh, you know? And I'll be honest with you, part of me always kind of wants to keep this stuff a secret and act like everything's just perfect and happy-go-lucky, but I don't think that's benefiting you in any way, right? I'm no way some kind of perfect human, and I know it's part of the human experience to be experiencing negative emotions or go through these periods where we just don't feel quite like ourselves. and I know that you might be going through it too, and I actually created a really fun little strategy that I wanted to share with you because I thought if you are going through some kind of funk or when you're going through some kind of funk, you might find your way to this podcast and this might help you too. So I wanted to share just one thing today that really helped me. Now, before I share the actual thing that I did, I want to tell you, it did take a little bit of self-reflection first to kind of figure out why I was in a funk. I think that's super important, right? Like, is it a circumstance that's creating it? You're having certain thoughts about this circumstance that are putting you into a negative mindset. What is it exactly? Kind of pinpointing that. Is it a physical body slump where you're like, I just am maybe not, haven't been treating my body as well and therefore I'm not energized, right? Just taking a moment to do some journaling and reflection can really help you pinpoint what you need to do to move forward, right? So after some reflection and some journaling, I kind of had a good starting point to see why I was feeling the way that I was. And after some journaling and just observing my daily thoughts for a few days, I started to notice a pattern. 
the pattern that I was noticing was that I was looking forward to things in the future so much that I wasn't focusing on the things that I like had currently and things that I could enjoy now. I wasn't focusing on the day to day. I was focusing on things in the future. And it's kind of funny. This is a habit that if I'm not careful, this is a mental habit that I fall back on quite often. And in fact, this is actually why I hired a manifestation coach about a year ago or back in like April of 2020. I've talked about her a million times on this podcast, um, Kim Kunaraksa. But I hired her because I found myself doing that. I I love the idea of manifestation, but sometimes I get stuck in the future and I'm so excited for the future and things to come that I I forget to enjoy the day to day. And I think some people have the opposite problem where they kind of get stuck in the past. I don't really do that. I don't focus a whole lot on the past, but I focus on the future. But neither of those are the present moment. The present moment is all we have, right? <laughs> so I was I have a few things in the coming months of 2021 that are really really exciting to me. And some things that I'm also just waiting on and I'm not going to share any of these yet, but I will soon. And before you make any assumptions, I'm not pregnant. (laughs) I feel like that's what everybody always assumes when you tell them there's some kind of like secret brewing or like something that you're not telling them. They're like, oh, you're pregnant. No, not pregnant. So anyways, I was so focused on those things that are coming in the future that I was almost withholding my joy on a day-to-day basis waiting for these things in the future, right? And like, I wasn't finding joy in my daily living experience. And this experience kind of reminded me of a concept I've been talking about a lot recently. And that is the idea that life is 50-50. Life is 50-50, positive emotions and 50% negative emotions. After I get these things or after these experiences happen that I'm waiting for, I'm not going to be experiencing any more positive emotions after getting these things, right? Or after these experiences happen. Uh, It's just a fact of life, right? Whatever my baseline is now, whatever my split is now of emotions, they're going to be the same when I get there. And logically, I know this and I teach on this and I understand this, but that doesn't mean that sometimes I don't slip back into my old mental habits and fall into those thought patterns and I'm like, oh, the difference is I can kind of catch myself now and say, all right, I'm in a funk, what is happening? And I can kind of look at it and say, oh, I'm expecting myself to be happier after these things happen, (laughs) right? But if I want to feel good when these things happen and I want to be living in an experience where I'm really fully embracing the 50% positive emotions, then I've got to start doing that now. I've got to focus on it now and just stay in the present. So basically, because I wasn't doing this each, or because I was living so much in the future, each day just kind of started to feel like one long to-do list, right? Of the same stuff over and over and over again. And as I've talked about in previous podcasts, particularly the Habit Plus Option podcast, doing the same thing over and over and over again and having the same habit over and over and over again makes me want to die. (laughs) 
I like, I like novelty. I like change. I have to switch things up. I have to, even though I'm doing the same habits, I have to do them in different ways every day, do them at different times. And I know that goes against standard habit formation advice, but this is what works for me is switching things up and doing things in a different way every day. Otherwise I get bored. And when I get bored, I, if, you know, if it's boring and kind of like, you know, the same thing day after day after day, that means I'm going to stop doing it. And so that means I'll stop doing the things that actually benefit me. So I started feeling like I was just doing the same thing day after day. And I wasn't looking forward to each day because I was so focused on these big things that were coming. And I would kind of wake up with dread instead of excitement. And like, I really hadn't felt that way in so long. And like, truly, I've made so many changes on the outside of my life that in my mind I was thinking this shouldn't be happening right like I have cultivated my dream career I you know I work for myself I do this podcast which is so much fun I work with clients that I adore and I love 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 working with them and helping them solve their problems and I love creating the content that I create for them and helping them with their transformation I do all these things that I enjoy now so why am I still feeling this way right I have the time freedom that I always wanted when I was teaching, why am I still feeling this way? And I just realized it wasn't anything in my outside experience. It was simply my thoughts, right? So I had to find a strategy to combat that and to kind of get back into where you where a point where I was enjoying every day. And I I felt like I had something to look forward to every single day, right? So here is the strategy. What I did was I created a dopamine menu. And I call it a dopamine menu. It could technically be called a dopamine and serotonin menu or just a happiness menu, right? It's just a menu of things that for me particularly release those happiness chemicals in my brain. So on this dopamine menu, serotonin menu, happiness menu, whatever you wanna call it, are things that give me a little hit of dopamine, things that make me happy, things that are purely for my enjoyment. And I just took a moment and kind of sat down and wrote down all the things that do that for me. So it, of course, my list is going to look completely different from what's on your list, right? What matters is it's something that brings you actual joy. And I would say even better if it has absolutely no productivity value, right? Because a lot of times that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to productivity hack my whole day. And so like, you know, I I want you to kind of get, if you're doing this, I want you to kind of get away from doing things that you think you're supposed to do to feel better, okay? And I'm not saying don't do things that you're quote unquote supposed to do. Like, like the, I'm talking about things like drinking water, taking a walk, meditating, right? I know those things will make me feel better. And I am inputting those things into my day, but those aren't going on this list because they don't give me that in the moment joy and just that fun, right? Things that are just purely fun. I know they make me feel better, but being totally honest, they don't bring me a whole lot of joy in the moment. They do bring long-term satisfaction and well-being, but this list is not for that. This list is for in the moment joy. 
right? And I also like to have a variety of things, like some things that cost money, some things that are free, some things that I have to leave the house for, some things that I can just do in the moment, like at home, some things that take one minute, some things that take an hour and a half, right? I just have a variety so that I can kind of pick and choose. It's a menu, right? I'm not going to do every single one every day. I just have this menu. So with this dopamine menu, right? What I do is I I actually put on my dopamine menu, I put on my to-do list every day to choose something from my dopamine menu. Or in the morning, I'll look through my dopamine menu and choose one and put that on my to-do list. So what that does is it was starting to reprioritize joy in my life, okay? And it's been so much fun. So let me give you an example. I am literally have my dopamine menu right here in front of me in my bullet journal. Some of the things that are on my list are to organize something. I freaking love the act of organization, not just like having an organized house. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I like the outcome. I don't like the process. I love the process. Okay, it's so much fun to me. Something else I love to do that I have on there is to go to like a thrift store or Goodwill or a place called Dirt Cheap. I like to go to like, I call it a dig store, a store that you have to kind of like dig for hidden treasures. I know, again, a lot of people don't like to go to those kind of stores. To me, they are so much fun. Like there's no productive value in it, but it's just so much fun to me. And kind of shopping and browsing places, right? A lot of times I'm like, there's no productivity in that. I'm just going to end up spending money I don't need. But it brings me joy. And there's, it is okay. There's value in having joy in your life, right? So I needed to start prioritizing some of these things that make me feel good. Some other things on my list are putting together fun outfits. I've always loved fashion and clothes and like funky, you know, putting together things in a funky, fun way. And I have like so much jewelry, like costume type jewelry, just putting together fun outfits, going somewhere new, working from a coffee shop, putting on some music or dancing. That's one that's super quick for me. And I always like I don't know, like, not that I forget about it, but I, I kind of like tend to downplay how much that brings me joy so quickly is putting on music and just dancing however the heck I want. It puts me in the best mood, probably quicker than anything in the entire world. To baking something, I also really love redoing furniture. So refurbishing some, some of our old pieces of furniture. So I love doing that. And we've pretty much done that with so much of our furniture in our house. And people will compliment it and think it's like some expensive piece of furniture. And it was like an old janky desk that I just repainted and like, you know, put on new handles and things like that. So that is so much fun to me. So those are just a few ideas and things that I have on my dopamine menu. My dopamine menu is going to be so different from yours because it has to be those things that you're like, okay, if I genuinely had the freedom to do anything right now, what would I do? And I tried to stay away from like some of those numbing activities like 
scrolling TikTok or scrolling Instagram or watching TV, because although I do feel like I get a little bit of a dopamine hit from those things, it doesn't feel good afterwards, right? All these things on this list feel good afterwards. I feel good about it afterwards and I feel rejuvenated. I feel almost like um, drained after scrolling social media or, you know, TikTok or like that. So I I don't want something that's going to drain me more. I want it to be a genuine dopamine hit, like from living my life, not watching other people live their life. That's something I think about a lot when it comes to social media and whatnot. Do I want to be watching other people living their life or do I want to live my life, right? And sometimes I do. I freaking love YouTube videos, watching people do morning routines and cleaning their house. It's like such a weirdo. Why is that what I like to watch? I don't know, but I love it. I love it. Okay. But anyways, that's a story for another day. So this dopamine list, putting it on my to-do list every single day, started to reprioritize joy in my life. And it really switched around my entire mindset, even just how I was looking at my to-do list, right? Having just one thing on there that is purely for my enjoyment kind of reminded me that I'm not freaking here on this planet Earth to be a robot and day after day, you know, just do the same thing day after day, get my to-do list checked off, yada, yada. I'm here to enjoy life, right? And I'm my best self when I'm enjoying life. And it also reminded me that every single thing on my to-do list is a get-to, not a have to, right? I could totally choose to abandon all of my to-dos. I could say, I'm not recording my podcast. I'm not planning out my next session. I'm not showing up for my clients. You know, I'm not doing any of this. I'm not posting on Instagram or whatever. I could choose to not do, those are all a choice. They feel like I have to, but I could choose to shut down my entire business, my coaching business, and just sit on the couch and watch, you know, you know, whatever it is, Netflix all day. Would I like the consequences of that? No, absolutely not. Would I actually enjoy doing that? Probably not for more than like one day. Would I feel fulfilled doing that? No. So I want to also give you this perspective shift. This is one shift that kind of put my whole life back in perspective that nothing on my to-do list is a have to. Nothing. And nothing on your to-do list is a have to either. You're going to want to argue with me. You're going to be like, no, I have to go to work. No, I have to pay the bills. No, I have to feed my children. No, you do not. You are choosing not to because you don't want to experience the consequences. If you don't pay your bills, you get, you know, your power gets turned off or you get kicked out of your house. If you don't show up to work, you might get fired. If you don't feed your kids, they're going to be complaining because they're hungry, right? None of those, you don't technically have to do anything. You are not a prisoner. You are not a, you know, you're not under the control of somebody who is forcing you to do these things. You are choosing to because you don't want to experience that consequence. Absolutely everything in your life is a choice. So it just kind of shifted me back to that perspective. And I was like, oh yeah, I want to do these things. I get to do these things. How awesome is it that I get to do these things and this is my career? That's so fun, right? (laughs) And just this one little shift of creating this dopamine menu and putting one thing on my list every single day has been so helpful for me. So 
the thing that I'm going to do today is I am going to, I'm going to go to some kind of dig store, a Goodwill or a thrift store or whatever. And I'm so stinking excited. And I also think I'm going to do the dancing one too, because that just sounds like fun. I just feel like moving my body today. So that is it. That's my super simple little trick for you. The dopamine menu. If you feel like you're in a funk, give it a try and see if it helps. But of course, this is just one of many things that I did. This wasn't the only thing that I did. But again, when we're in a funk or sometimes or experiencing overwhelm, it could be feel like too much to do a bunch of things at once. So I didn't want to offer you all of the things that I was doing. I just wanted to offer you one because truly it starts with one. And once you do the one, the one thing, and that doesn't feel overwhelming, then you'll get more inspired ideas to do more things to help you get out of some kind of emotional low. So I, you know, I have found that since I started doing this, it's brought me joy on a daily basis. And I find I'm not as obsessed with the future. I'm worrying about today. And that feels so stinking good to do again, to actively feel joy in the moment and appreciate this life I have right now in the present moment. So I hope that this was helpful for you. It's been, this strategy has been a great help to me. It's also just been fun, right? It's about having fun. So I hope that this is helpful for you as well. And if you do find it helpful, as always, find me on Instagram, Bright Light Chelsea. Let me know that you enjoyed the podcast. And also take a moment to leave me a rating and review. I would greatly appreciate that. That helps more people be able to have access to the podcast. And it means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you next time.